Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Live Alive podcast. Last season, we talked to some of our heroes about what the abundant life actually means. But now, we want to know if it's even possible to experience it in our broken world. You're listening to Season 2, Lost Magic. Welcome back to the Live Alive podcast. Today we're going to play a little game entitled Guess That Disney Movie. Without further ado, cue the music. So there were a lot of songs I could have chosen for this bit. And although this one has nothing to do with Disney, it's a certified jam on the game show circuit. The rules of the game. I ask one question that has one answer. The way you win, guess the answer. It's probably the simplest game ever made. All right, here's the question. What Disney film has never been released on home video in the United States of America? One film never been released from Disney in the United States. I'm gonna be nice, I'm gonna give you a hint. It was the first Disney feature film to use live actors and is still today considered a revolutionary step in filmmaking in terms of combining live action with animation. Do you need extra help? I'll give you a second hint. The main character, his name is Uncle Remus. Uh, yes, sir. There's other ways of learning about the behind feet of a mule than getting kicked by him. Shows I'm named Remus. And just cause DJ tales is about critters like Bear Rabbit and Bear Fox, that don't mean they ain't the same like can happen to folks. So, what do you think? Fine, I'll give you one last clue because I'm a really nice guy. It won the best original song at the Academy Awards. What's that song? Zippity doo da. Zippity a. Wonderful feeling. I think there's a chance that some of you have gotten the answer. But for most of us, we still have no clue what this movie is. So here is my bonus final clue. There is a ride in the Magic Kingdom based on the animated characters in this film called Splash Mountain. Alright, well at this point, if you have not gotten the answer, I don't think there's any possible way you will know what this movie is. But, for those of you out there who got the answer, congratulations! You are a Disney trivia champion! 
Congratulations and celebrations. But for the rest of us, you're probably saying, just tell us the answer. Why is it taking so long? We're three minutes into the podcast. What is the movie? Okay. The movie's called Song of the South. Ring any bells? Probably not, because chances are you've never seen it, let alone heard of it. The question is why? One film critic said that the Song of the South is as thorny as the briar patch that Br'er Rabbit calls home. The film was made in 1946, and Disney re-released the film several times in the 20th century, but it was always plagued by accusations of racism. In 1986, after its 40th anniversary, Disney locked the film away in its vault forever. It has never been released in the United States on any home video format. Still, Disney has a teeny problem on their hands. Even though they've tried their absolute darndest to keep Song of the South hidden, it's pretty tough to hide a giant mountain featuring robotic versions of Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Br'er smack dab in the middle of your theme park. If you've ever seen the film, no amount of water could drown out the obvious question while floating through the belly of Splash Mountain. Where is Uncle Remus? Song of the South follows an innocent young boy from Atlanta named Johnny, who moves with his mother to his grandmother's plantation. But Johnny doesn't like life on the plantation initially, and he wants to run away to live with his father in Atlanta. Enter Uncle Remus. He's an African-American who befriends Johnny and gives him advice as a charismatic storyteller and a conduit to the animated world of Br'er Rabbit. Several of Remus's stories about Br'er Rabbit emphasize the rabbit's desire to run away from his problems. The moral? Trouble is inevitable, and home is wherever you make it. But this just seems a little bit bizarre coming from these oddly cheerful African-American characters depicting their social life on the plantation. It's almost like the movie's arguing, don't leave the plantation. Don't try and better yourself. Just go with the flow, Johnny, like us. Oh, hell no! I'm sorry, that was the wrong sound effect. Here's the correct one. Oh, hell no! Um, yeah, not the best look for our pals at Disney. They might have had good intentions, most people do, but the execution just didn't work well. So, it's understandable why Disney is trying to erase the memory of Song of the South from the face of the earth. But this is far from a corporate problem. It's our personal problem, too. You see, everybody hides. Disney hides. Institutions hide. Our local churches hide. Our pastors hide. Even we hide. We actually went to Splash Mountain and asked an employee there about Song of the South. Here's what she said. How are y'all doing today? Good, how are you? Good. Song of the South. Song of the South. It was released in the 40s, but it is no longer released. Have you seen it? I have not. Part of me wants to, and part of me, there was a reason I saw Paris there, so. What was the reason you heard? I heard that it was, like, had some racial tension in there, so. Yeah. All I know is it's no longer released, and I've never seen it. It's one of the Disney movies I have never seen. But why wouldn't you want to see it? Um. I don't know, ignorance is <laughs> So I have this bad habit of verbally scoffing when I'm shocked at an answer. Like, I can't control it, and it goes something like this. <laughs> I was genuinely shocked at the time by her answer for never wanting to see this movie. Ignorance is bliss. But 
That shouldn't shock me or anybody, really. When things get hard, we tend to remove them from our view and even from our memories. I can guarantee that you, the listener, are just like me and that we have parts of ourselves and our stories that we don't want anyone ever to see or even know about. It's too embarrassing. It's too painful. It's too wicked. It's just too much. The problem with hiding, though, is if you hide long enough, you actually forget that you're hiding. You start assuming that this is the way it's always been or how it's always felt. What we want to explore right now is how our hiding can affect us and the people we love. So we invited our friends Mia from the Messy Heart blog and Chelsea from RTS Counseling School to join Pez and I for some panel discussion. Disney wants to sweep things under the rug, right, and start over like that never happened. But why doesn't that work? Why does sweeping things under the rug not work? I think because the more perfect something is, like Disney on a pedestal of being clean or pure or innocent, the more something is portrayed as that, I feel like the more people want to find faults and ugliness in it. Mm -hmm. Just because you're sweeping it under the rug, it's still there. Um, so you're not ever getting rid of it. You're just kind of living in a um, pretend world that's not real. Your emotions are still there. Um, the conflict or whatever it is is still there. Mm -hmm. You're just pretending like it's not, and that's not authentic or genuine. And it always resurfaces, no matter how much you push it down or try to hide it. Why is that? Like our emotions are like indicators on a car dashboard. Um, so when something is going wrong, like you need an oil change or you need to get gas, it lets you know on your dashboard. Just like our emotions are indicators for what's going on in our internal home. Like when you're upset or sad or angry or happy, it's letting us know like that something just happened or a situation or experience is going on. And so we can use our emotions to let us know what is going on internally, but when we try and pretend like they're not there, it's almost like we put this duct tape over our dashboard mm. and pretend like nothing's going on, when really that's not helping. Mm. That's hurting us in the end, but right. momentarily it's bringing relief, like mm -hmm. we're okay, it's okay, it's fine. But it's setting us up for an epic breakdown. Right. Mm. What do you guys think Christians in Orlando are hiding? I think a lot of times we hide doubts. Mm -hmm. um, like, you're not willing to show your doubt because you're afraid of what that might do to someone else's faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I would throw on, like, even vulnerability. And true vulnerability, not, like, things you already feel comfortable sharing because mm -hmm. that's not vulnerability. But uh, one thing I was thinking about in this whole topic is I really think a lot of Christians don't feel God's presence and they just adhere to the system and structure and law of a Christian worldview. Mm -hmm. They don't actually have a, relationship's a hard word to define, but just they don't actually experience God in a way that's not just someone being or telling them what to believe mm -hmm. and them adhering saying I think that's true <clears throat> and I think the problem with that is 
it's very um, bland. Just everyone's hypocritical then mm -hmm. because they're just saying, oh, this is what you should believe. And it's like, well, do you actually believe that? Mm -hmm. And that's a question I have for a lot of Christians when they're telling me that I should be doing something or believing something. It's like, I don't see you adhering to the same thing. You know, it's just words to you. So, what about you guys, our girls? Because of social media, there's this new way to seem vulnerable when you're not really vulnerable, sharing things you're comfortable with. But I think there's so many things and so many, in my own life or in friends' lives, something happens and they think, I'm the only person this has ever happened mm -hmm. to or I'm the only person who's ever thought of this or going through this. And it's not true, but no one yeah. has ever been bold enough to say, this is going on with me too. And so I've had so many conversations with friends where they, they just, I don't understand why I'm the only person who's feeling this or I'm the only person who can mm -hmm. understand this. And it's not true, but it's really hard to tell that person it's not true when no one else has come out and said, I struggle mm -hmm. with this or I've gone through this in my marriage or my friendships or as a parent. Um, and I think as Christians, we really like sharing the like, post-testimony like I came out of this and so that's awesome right. this is how God pulled me out but we're more scared to share when we're in the beginning or the uncertainty and I think part of that is we're afraid that God's not going to come through so if I share this I could embarrass myself and embarrass right. my God um, so I'll wait to see how God fixes it and then I'll share but the problem with that if he doesn't fix it on your timeline or in your way I feel like the more you isolate yourself or hide is when those doubts start coming in and you're like, well, all of this has to be a sham because mm -hmm. no one's meeting me here and God's not meeting me here, but no one's talking about it like in the midst of it. Yeah. Dear listener, don't worry about us. We're fine. We're strong and resilient people and we will make a way. I wanted to ask everyone before we headed out one last question and I wanted it to be personal. And this is a question that I think you, the listener, could also think about for yourself. What's the last meaningful thing that you lost? When Chelsea doesn't want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Turning red. She doesn't want to speak. <laughs> well, because I don't. I can't think of anything. And I'm, I feel bad that I won't be able to relate. But I can think of... When I do lose things, like I remember losing things in my childhood. Not that I'm adult, an adult now, and I you have are, everything. You are an adult. Your book, A Conscious Life, says cultivating the seven... Well, let me finish my sentence. ...qualities of authentic adulthood. <laughs> I'm an adult now, and I'm not saying just because I'm an adult that things. I don't lose things. I'm sure I have, but I can't think of anything on the top of my head. But I know how I feel once I lose things, mm. and I get really frazzled and yeah. that usually makes me upset because I can't figure out where it is and and just the search to find it makes me feel overwhelmed with emotion and so I usually end up crying <laughs> but it's this like cry that I still can't fix it it's still lost and I can't find it mm. um so there. <laughs> Do you have anything meaningful in your life right now that no. you wouldn't want to lose? No. No, nothing. <laughs> I keep it at a low bar of meaning. So if I lose it, it won't matter. You know, it's I, a good counselor. I'm, I'm, just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just Jeremy, kidding. I just thought of something. Yes. I'm kind of going through it right now. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. So I am on the verge of losing my daughter's childhood. Mm. It's really interesting. 
like as we speak, she's at a middle school retreat, like spending a two night weekend with the church thing. And so for the past several months, I've been like thinking about this. And even for the past couple of years, I've been thinking about what it would be like. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's interesting. So, because on one hand, I'm really excited for her. On the other hand, it's like, man, did I do everything I could as a father Mm -hmm. in that stage? Mm -hmm. So it definitely has me being reflective. And there's a part of me that just grieves, you know, the fact that this ends, like this Mm -hmm. period of her life ends. Mm Because, you know, middle school gets pretty hard, but the point up to it, they call it the golden years for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's like your kids want to be around you Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, fortunately, God gave us Ronin. So I'm going to have a longer (laughs) runway, um, at least for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. Um, But for Alina, it's like, man, we're starting to think about, man, we've got to get savings for a car. This is insane. What is happening? Yeah. You know, she's 13. So. Okay, that's. Almost 13. That was helpful. I have something. <laughs> Sorry to all the listeners. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I feel like there's been um, this season recently where I'm, um, I've lost my singleness. Um, I've been single for a while and recently started dating somebody and it's been wonderful and I really like him, but there's also this, this loss of being able to relate to single girls and all my single ladies and being that independent woman, like, what's up, you know? And I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know because <laughs> you're not a woman, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> And so that has just been interesting. Like, it's, there is some sadness to that, that, um, like, relationships change, and that's okay. I think it's a part of the process, but um, I, it's hard. Like, how do you do both? And it's, um, have, yeah. Mm. So that is something. <laughs> There's always pros and cons to every state of life. Yeah. But man, being single. You can do anything (laughs) at any time. (laughs) Like I always hear, you know, people saying like, Jeremy, you don't get it. You don't, you don't remember what it's like to be single and how hard it is. I'm like, I totally agree. But I do remember getting to do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. And that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, one thing, I couldn't think of anything, but then after you guys have both spoke, um, for me, it's been a season where I think I was in a season for so long where I needed God so deeply for everything. Like, I, I need him in the morning, in the afternoon, I need him at night, and it was just such a mm-hmm. wilderness season of uncertainty and hurt and pain, and I have always heard, even a few people were bold enough to say it in kindness, the only few people who were bold enough to say it in kindness did it really well, where they were almost envious of my season, because they were like, you're getting to experience God so deeply because he's all that you want and need, and that in itself is so special not belittling any of your pain or suffering. And then I have heard of stories of like people who are in jail and find God and then come out into the real world and lose them a little bit. So they go to jail again on purpose mm-hmm. just to be close. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that just seems like insane to me. And um, when people would say things like that, I'd be like, that is just, just, you can't actually be jealous of this. But I think now just with more healing and growing, I'm leaving that season behind where now it's I I'm not desiring Jesus every moment of the day and Mm -hmm. I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. just to spend an hour with him and 
I've been almost mourning that. And if there's even been like a little bit of like self-loathing for it, where it's like, how, like, how could you be one of those people, Mia, that like, mm. just because life gets a little bit easier, you don't need God as much. And so I think I'm, it's like crazy to say, but I am mourning that season of like, it's like almost all yeah. my soul desired was to be close to the Lord and like needing him and praying and having so much to pray for. And now it's kind of, it's mm. really easy for me to not think of him all day long, which is so crazy to think that I'm mourning that yeah. season of like, he's all I want. Mm. Mm. No one wants to experience real loss. The more meaningful our possession, the more pain we experience when we lose it. When we lose our keys, we're frustrated. But when we lose a loved one, we're devastated. Would you rather find and then lose a magical feeling or never have experienced it at all? This season is called Lost Magic. A decade ago, Orlando was a truly magical place for millennial Christians. But we have lost something here and statistics show that we've lost something across the country. But who's talking about it? The problem of Remus is a microcosm of a much bigger problem. When we're too embarrassed by something, we tend to try and hide it. Orlando has some secrets, but mostly it has a lot of shame, especially within the Christian community. If you're a millennial Christian, you've been through a lot over the past 10 years. And yet, no one seems to be talking about it. Even worse, it seems like we're actively trying to avoid the past. Just forget about it and move on with our lives. We've been avoiding the past for so long that I think we've forgotten that we're hiding altogether. So starting next episode, we're moving out of Frontierland towards the present fantasy land that we live in to begin to explore the stories, the causes, and the current reality of lost magic for many Christian millennials, locally here in Orlando, and much broader throughout the United States. Lost Magic is a production of Live Alive Podcast and is recorded at Central Florida Studios in Orlando, Florida. This episode was written by Jeremy Shirky, edited by Tatiana Faria, and produced by David Pizzoli. Executive producers are Ed Holtz and Steve Douglas. Be sure to subscribe, and you can check out all of the content for Live Alive at letsLiveAlive.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.